Welcome to the Seeing with Stars podcast with Stephanie Johnson, where she shares more than 30 years' experience in the world of astrology. Hi, I'm Steph Johnson. Welcome to another Seeing with Stars podcast. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about your rising sign or your rising star or your ascendant. We call it rising sign or ascendant. This rising sign is determined by your birth time. So you'll hear me talk a lot about how important your birth time is in astrology. And I'm always recommending that you find your birth time if you don't already know it. Now I'll just recap a little bit because I'm going to be talking about a sign or a rising sign that is so time sensitive. I'm just going to recap because I also had somebody ask me this on Instagram the other day and that is what happens if I don't know my birth time? Well see if you can find at least a living relative who may not remember the exact time but has an anecdotal story so can tell a story around your birth. Something like well I'll give some real examples of people I've had who've come to me with no birth time. I don't know when I was born, but I know that the hospital was serving breakfast. I don't know when I was born, but Dad said he came home from work and went straight to the hospital. And then I was born. So those sorts of things can help at least bring around a rough time. But you can often get the exact time from your birth hospital. They were required, I think it was after 1963, to keep a record of the time for medical reasons. There are certain countries who kept records of birth times before that, way back. Some countries even put it on the birth certificate. There may be a baby book. There may be a family Bible. If all else fails, contact the hospital and ask. Some of them will require you to send an email. Some will even ask for a small fee. They will have the birth time in their archives unless like somewhere like in Renmark South Australia where the hospital was flooded and of course all the uh, archives that were downstairs got destroyed which is out of their control but anyway there are several ways and there's also another podcast about this much much earlier in my series so you can look into that let's say you know your birth time so let's get started because it's determined by your birth time the rising sign so what zodiac sign was rising when you were born so let's say the sun was in Aries so the sun is rising at dawn so if you're born at dawn what do you have you have an Aries sun sign and Aries rising if you were born at dusk you have the opposite sign rising because the sun is setting so you have Libra rising. If you're born at midday, then your Aries sun is going to be right at the top of your chart and you're going to have a different rising sign. This is just a very rough picture for you. If you were born at midnight, your sun is going to be very low in your chart and you're going to have a different rising sign. The birth time determines where your sun is. So in this case, and this is how astrology goes a little bit further, and I'm, not, I'm going to go back to rising signs and what they mean, but just to give you a little bit of a broad brush and also to help you understand how, what a wonderful kind of kaleidoscope it is, this birth chart of yours. If you were born at midnight, then your sun is 
very low in the chart. And this is the private sector of the chart. And of course, unless you live right up what, near the uh, Arctic Circle, it's going to be dark at midnight. So darkness and privacy, that's where the sun is. So an airy sun down there is going to be very different to an airy sun if you're born at dawn. If you're born at midday and your airy sun is high up in the chart, high up in the chart is about how you appear to others and your, your career and you wanting to make your mark on the world. Of course, because you're in full sunlight. So you're really going to want to shine. If you were born at dusk, then what's happening? The sun is starting to fade. It's starting to go below the horizon. So you are going to be very relationship or other oriented because sun on the ascendant is me. Look at me. My rising sign is Aries. Oh, wow, look at me. And then other others are on the other side. So it's setting. I rely on others. Perhaps as a small baby you're relying on others as the sun goes down to get your food or get whatever. But this is where you go. I'm not the center of the universe. Even though you're an Aries, it's going to give you a different flavor to your Aries sun, sun sign. So the rising sign is very important. Let's look at it a little differently. The rising sign is how others see you. Not necessarily how you see yourself, and I'll explain that a bit later, but it's certainly how others see you. Why is that? Because it was rising at the moment that you were born. So again, if you have an Aries sun sign on the ascendant, then others clearly see your Aries. They see that you are, or Aries is determined, autonomous, a self-seeker, a leader, even if you're not a leader of a great group of people, you are a leader in the sense of a pioneer in your field. And people will see this because the sun was rising and they see an Aries ascendant. Aries is on the ascendant. So you are a typical Aries. But let's say you were born at dusk as the sun's going down. That means Libra's rising. Libra is all about charm and cooperation and working with others. And of course, we're always looking to balance out these zodiac signs. If you have opposites, then you're trying to find something in the middle. But people will see you as charming and lovely and a conciliator and a teen person. Ah, how interesting, because you're really an Aries. And so you have a very strong independent side. So how surprised are they going to be when they see that Aries pop out? when they perhaps even see the Aries red hot temper, that is going to be a bit of a shock because the others are seeing the Libra. Now, it's also our, your, but our responsibility or lessons in life to incorporate the lessons of the rising sign. So we're trying to incorporate the rising sign and see it for ourselves throughout our life. So perhaps if you were born with Aries on the descendant, or descending, or dusk, then perhaps one of your lessons in having a Libra ascendant is to actually learn to be a little bit more conciliatory or a little bit more considerate of others. See how it works? It's fascinating, and I am going to go through each rising sign and see what the traits may be and how you might want to incorporate them into your life. So we have the rising sign, and some 
astrologers say this is our spiritual purpose or our soul connection, something we have to learn spiritually. Some say we simply need to incorporate it into our lives and some say it's our primary motivation. Perhaps it's all of the above. So as you or we journey along through life, we need to acknowledge the rising sign. We need to acknowledge the negatives and we need to incorporate the positives. So let's have a look. Let's have a look at the 12 different rising signs and just some of their basic traits and their positives and negatives and see if we can't see some correlation to our own charts. If you don't know your own chart, you can calculate it on seeingwithstars.net. You just send me a request and I'll send you your chart, but you will need date, place and time. If you don't know your own chart, you might know the chart of your partner or your children or somebody else who you can equate this to. And you'll see it because you'll hear in one of my earliest podcasts where I talked about, are you typical of your sun sign? Yes, you probably are but there are going to be other qualifications, other qualifying factors in your chart. And the rising sign is a key personal one. It's also one that responds to what we call transits or astrological events. And this can be um, very much like a tuning fork kind of going off, twang, I need to make some changes or wow, what happened then? So the rising sign is very important. We've already had a little bit of a look at an Aries rising sign, but we did that in conjunction with an Aries sun, and obviously not everybody has an Aries sun. So what does an Aries rising sign give you? Well, it does give you a striving for independence. So no matter what your personality is like, you are likely to want to have some autonomy to be able to make much to your own tune, make your own mistakes, be your own individual. Now this can be a real positive because you are going to learn through experience, you are going to be a bit of a risk taker, even if you have if you have other cautious parts of your chart, then you might take calculated risks or you might not take a lot of risks younger in life, when you're younger in life, but as you mature, you are going to see that Aries ascendant come in more and more and you're going to be the one who kind of takes the risk and goes off and tries something new. The negative side is that you're likely to get bored very easily. When you're younger, you might be a little bit too strident. By that, I mean kind of pushing your way, like kind of really saying, this is how I want things to be done. And don't you tell me what to do. Um, and you could even be a little bit bossy. But as you learn to incorporate that real need for autonomy, you're likely to become more tolerant of other people and more able to kind of say, right, this is right for me, you do what's right for you. So it's very good if you want to, or if you're being asked to do something in this world, in this life, that requires some stepping out and taking risks, having courage, being a bit of a leader, being a bit of a pioneer. Now, on the other hand, Taurus is a much more introverted or a much more steady rising sign. When you're young, you could be almost stuck in your comfort zone, shy, wanting to step back, wanting comfort, not necessarily wanting anything other than a bit of security. You might have some fire in the rest of your chart and really be, that's really pushing you to move forward, but you imagine a donkey or even something that's pulling you forward. Imagine a donkey being pulled along when they don't want to. Taurus rising can be a bit like that when you're younger. 
But what you learn as you get older is when to say yes, when to say no, what is true security, material or spiritual wealth, and you are you become very reliable. You become not just reliable for other people, but there's a steadiness, a wisdom. I often call the um, Taurus rising the getting of wisdom when it's combined with some other things in the chart. But it's about building something of worth or being that person who holds on to the good traditions but is not stubborn. Gemini rising is very much about communication, about connection. So when you're young, you may want to connect with everybody and anybody, but you learn as you get older to be a little bit more discriminating. You can be a great networker when you have Gemini rising, particularly as you get older. People love to come and talk and you love to talk, even if there's an introverted side to you. When you go out of your own home or your own private life, you're going to be chatty. You're going to be the person who's at a party and everyone's quiet and you just feel that need to speak up and put everyone at their ease. So very clever, very intellectual. If you combine, say, Gemini with Aries, then this is the person who is very clever and wants to be top of their class or is very dexterous, very good at ball sports and wants to be the best in their field. But Gemini is about juggling. Now, when you're younger, you might try to juggle and drop a lot of things. So you make commitments and then don't turn up and you're very erratic. And what you learn to do as you get older is you choose, discriminate, and you balance those balls that you have been juggling in the air. You become really adept at juggling. So you're a great organizer. Cancer rising gives you a real sensitivity. This is a person who is really caring. Now, if you have other things in your chart, you may find that when you're younger, well, you will have other things in your chart, but if it's not all Cancerian related, then you may find that when you're younger, you don't have that sensitivity. So it's one of your lessons to learn it. But it's more likely that you need to learn to trust your instincts when you feel safe. This is a child who kind of hides behind mum's legs doesn't really know until they feel doesn't work into walk into a room or come into a room and feel instantly um, confident but as you mature you are going to feel that you find your tribe that you find like-minded and not just like-minded but people who understand your feelings and who know that you're sensitive and so acknowledge that and appreciate that cancer rising also means that you're a natural nurturer so you need to learn who or what it's okay to nurture and you also need to nurture yourself. So you can be a great caregiver to the young, the disenfranchised and even small furry animals. I always loved the esoteric mantra for cancer, the esoteric astrology. And one of my previous podcasts talks about esoteric astrology. It is, I build a lighted house and therein dwell. I build a lighted house and therein dwell. What a lovely saying, and that is very applicable to Cancer rising. Leo rising, we kind of have contrast, don't we? We go from one to another. Leo's a fire sign. Leo's all about here I am, look at me. But in a positive sense, this can be the person who does this to really inspire and enthuse other people. When you're young, this can be a little bit egocentric, like look at me, look at me. But you also need to learn to 
be inclusive of others. And this is what happens as you, as you mature. You get this real sense of adventure, enthusiasm, positivity. You're really good at moving yourself into creative and artistic or just creative because it doesn't have to be arty type things. Creativity is something coming from the soul and you're really good at inspiring other people. The word that I always associate with Virgo, whether it's Virgo moon, Virgo sun or Virgo rising is demure. Now when you're young and you have Virgo rising, this can be a big shyness. It's like you're kind of glancing out at the world and watching and observing but you're also very reluctant to join in. As you grow in confidence you learn to discriminate. Usually this is through finding some sort of mental activity so some sort of interest that really absorbs you and then you can find like-minded people and you feel safe exchanging information on a particular topic. This is your lesson or your gift if you like for the world really sharing that information and having the confidence to share it you might not share it in front of a whole group of people but you could teach one-on-one if you have other things in your chart maybe you do teach your expertise but it's more likely to be as an act of service through something because of the Virgo we're halfway through the zodiac I thought I'd just retouch on the original concept of this podcast which is If you are a Virgo born at dawn, what is that going to mean? It's going to mean that you are more likely to put yourself forward. If you were born at midday and the sun is high in the sky, your Virgo sun sign is going to be shining up there. So you need to look at what is your rising sign and how do they work together. If your Virgo sun sign, you were born at midnight and your sun is way down in your chart, you are likely to be quite shy depending on your rising sign. Now the rising sign changes very quickly and so it can change sign very quickly and so it's not necessarily in one particular sign. So if you have Virgo high in your chart you could be quite career oriented and yet you could still be somewhat shy because you might have Capricorn rising and this would give you a very reserved side to your nature. So we start to combine the whole lot but I'm just giving you an idea of the rising sign, so Virgo is the rising sign, Libra as the rising sign we touched on earlier, that's about conciliation, that's about grooming, that's about mediation, that's about liaison, so if you have Libra rising you're going to have a natural ability for a lot of those things, when you're young you may procrastinate, you may see every side of a story and not know what to do about it, you may also learn a few lessons the hard way by taking one side and then flipping to the other side and and that could be seen as well disloyal but what you're actually doing is you're learning the lesson of balance and as you mature you become a very good mediator you become very good also at perhaps centering yourself and saying actually no I see both sides of the story you need to do this you need to do that and then we need to bring it together and you need to do that also when making decisions for yourself because anyone who has any of the air signs, but particularly Libra and Gemini, does have some difficulty making decisions, committing to something because of that vacillation. So with Scorpio rising, this is usually more difficult when you're young. It can indicate 
that you've had some pretty heavy experiences with some of the adults around you being a little bit dramatic for fair or unfair reasons. So this is going to give you a really good knowledge and understanding of people's emotions, the undercurrents that can occur, the emotional truth, so not what people are saying. You don't want to lie or try and pull the wool over the eyes of someone with any form of Scorpio, but not Scorpio rising because they're very sensitive to that. The good thing about this is that you really aren't afraid of areas of life that some other people are afraid of and you may even work in that area. So psychology, even getting into the emergency department at the hospital, there's a side of you that is very sensitive to and yet aware of what can be done to alleviate the pain in other people's lives and that's a real gift and that's what comes from or through your own experiences. Sagittarius rising is a little bit of the opposite so um, even though it's not an opposing sign, Sagittarius is very ebullient. So it's very enthusiastic, adventure-seeking. When you're young with a Sagittarius Ascendant, you might just take off without much thought of the consequences. You may be very enthusiastic to get away from home. These are the sorts of people who do an exchange, a cultural exchange, even at school, and they seem to go off with um, unending confidence and uh, go into a different country, into somebody else's different house. This can be a positive side of it. Stepping in or putting foot in a mouth disease is a very big thing of Sagittarius rising. Is something that needs to be learned throughout life. However, you do get to the point where you have learned so much and you have experienced so much that it's time to share it with other people through teaching, writing, publishing, journalism, marketing, whatever you know that you want to get that message out and you know you have the energy and the enthusiasm to do so. Capricorn rising is more reserved. Again, like those earth signs, you need to feel comfortable before you actually open up. Now again, Capricorn rising is a little bit like Virgo rising in that when you're young, you might feel like you are older than all your peers and this can happen quite young. It's one of those Capricorn rising children are those one of those children who are born older. They're kind of born with a serious side that others don't see. So playing with other children, doing all that sort of thing, you may be much more reticent to do that than uh, other fellow Zodiac people. But the good thing about anything to do with Capricorn is as you get older, everything gets easier. You are older and wiser for sure. You see your own path more clearly. You are focused. You are able to see long-term benefits. You don't normally go through that whole teenager thing. You're more likely to go and study or train or do something, a building apprenticeship or something that you really want to do for yourself. You have that discipline. And that's a really wonderful side of Capricorn rising. Now Aquarius as a zodiac sign has always been a bit of an enigma to me and I think that is because Aquarius is enigmatic. Now that means they can be a bit of a mystery. If you have Aquarius rising it can work in several ways. Now I remember at my esoteric astrology school many decades ago learning that if you had Aquarius rising you had a kind of electric quality. I think that can be true. Um, certainly you can see that kind of wiry hair often on uh, people with 
Aquarius rising, but I think it's also ruled by Saturn. The modern rulership is planet of electricity, which is Uranus, but the traditional ruler is Sirius Saturn, which is all about timing. So I think with Aquarius it can work both ways, either way, and that's maybe part of the enigmatic trait. But if you have Aquarius rising, you can be quite, well, let's start with the Uranus side. You can be electric and friendly and wanting to connect and having wild ideas and maybe having wild parties when you're young and being the life of the party in groups. You may also have some really bright ideas and you might be a rebel. So it's like, why do I need to be at school? Because it's not useful. I need to go and save the world. I want to go and join Greenpeace and sail around the world on their boat, saving the world. That can be an aspect of Aquarius. But it can also be the quite serious Aquarian who, with Aquarius rising, you kind of think, okay, I have this really specialist subject that really interests me. I'm going to go and study and I'm going to go and take a course that is very intellectual, but I've got some fixed ideas on how I want my life to be and I'm going to follow that. Pisces rising is very sensitive, like Cancer rising. This is a sensitive zodiac sign. You'll hear that word associated with Pisces over and over again because it's so true. Now, this sensitivity can be emotional sensitivity. It can also be physical sensitivity. So I've always said, if you have Pisces rising, be very careful before you indulge in any sort of recreational or pharmaceutical drug because you are putting something into your body which you could react because you have that sensitivity and that means that you are like a little antennae that is very, very in tune with whatever is in your environment. So you need to make sure that your environment is one that is calm and soothing and supportive. And that's what you hopefully have as you grow up. But if not, then you learn how to do that for yourself. And when I say sensitivity, I'm also talking about allergies. So you want to be you want to be tested maybe or just make sure how you are around bees, how you are around nuts, uh, things like that that you can react to. But this also extends to emotional sensitivity. So you don't want to be around bullies. You do want to find a way to express yourself in a loving, artistic, spiritual, some sort of manner that gives you an outlet for your nature, for your imagination, for your emotions. This is a lovely rising sign when you learn to protect yourself and when you learn to work in tune with positivity and reject negativity. So that gives you some idea of the rising sign. We talk about this a lot um, in astrology because it is so important. One last thought that I just want to share is in general, if you have a water or an earth rising sign, so we're talking Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn, Cancer, Scorpio, Pisces, then it's said in traditional astrology that you have to feel comfortable before you move forward. So if you like to think of you taking your whole chart, all of your personality, all of your skills, all of your family, all of your everything, relationship, before you actually move forward, you need to feel comfortable. So find a way through that rising sign to look after that rising sign, to feel comfortable. If you have an air or a fire sign rising sign, 
so that's Aries, Leo, Sagittarius, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, then it's said in traditional astrology that you are more of a self-starter, that you can direct where you go. So that's just a generalisation so that if you don't know exactly what your um, rising sign is but you think it might be in fire or it might be in this, then you can have a bit of a general idea. That's it for now. Please remember that the podcast discount code for 15% off my consultations or on my website for software is SWS, which stands for Seeing With Stars, so SWS Client VIP. I'm Steph Johnson. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Seeing With Stars podcast with Stephanie Johnson. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please visit Stephanie's website at www.seeingwithstars.net. You can follow her on Twitter or Instagram at Seeing The Stars. You're also welcome to subscribe and leave a review of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, may the stars shine on your path.